The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including Gate Global Impact and media consultant Mike Schwager. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and I'm a Forbes contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. Our guest today is Richard Ellenson. He's the CEO of the Cerebral Palsy Foundation. Richard, welcome to the show. Thanks, Devin. Great to be here. We're, we're thrilled. Now, Richard, you're launching a new initiative, and I want, if you would, if you would start by describing the problem that you've observed that you're trying to address with this new initiative. Absolutely. Um, people with cerebral palsy and other disabilities are not getting some simple answers to their life. It is a hard fact of life for people with cerebral palsy. that They have challenges that you and I can't even understand. But the tragedy is so many of those challenges don't have to have happened. So we've just launched an initiative called Transforming Healthcare for Women with Disabilities. And this is based on the idea that when people with disabilities go in to see a doctor, they rarely get the treatment that they need. When they go to see, when women go for an OBGYN exam, doctors are confounded by it. Women with disabilities have a three times higher fatality rate from breast cancer than other women in the world. And that's something that we absolutely need to change. And it's just tragic to think that uh, with all the challenges that uh, women with disabilities might otherwise face, that these sort of needless uh, challenges are also part of the landscape. So tell us about your program. What are you going to do to change that? So what, what's really interesting is so much of medicine is built on the, the, the long future. How do we find a cure? How do we find a prevention? And these things will all happen in the next 100 years. And if we spend a lot of money on them, those things may happen a little sooner. But there are things that we can do today that will change lives. So we have, with the support of 100 Women in Hedge Funds, which is an extraordinary philanthropic group that supported this effort, we've put together Columbia, Northwesterns, Harvard, and UCLA to all work together to collaborate not only with us, but with women who have disabilities to find out what the real problems are in terms of getting basic health care. We are putting together focus groups of women to meet with doctors we're talking to women in their waiting rooms, we're talking to doctors, and we're dealing with some of the real issues, both in terms of the tools that they have, in terms of the communication that people have. We're putting out questionnaires there, and we're gonna be dealing with thousands of women to understand why they're not getting the healthcare that they need. You know, when I put out the word that I would be visiting with you today and, and describe this program a little bit uh, through the article, on Forbes, uh, I had a friend reach out to me with a couple of questions. She she has cerebral palsy, and so she she gets this problem. In fact, she said she says I have an IQ of 140, and yet uh, sometimes when I go see a doctor, uh, he's inclined to pat me on the head and dumb down all of the explanations of diagnosis and such for me, and and. So she, she's wondering, you know, what will the training be? What do you anticipate doing to help doctors sort of get that uh, cerebral palsy and other disabilities don't impact the intelligence of a patient? Yeah, you know, and there's a couple of different answers for that. 
One of the answers is that we are going to be having um, webinars. We are going to be creating printed materials. We are going to be changing that moment. What we have at the foundation is something called moments of impact. These are the moments at which interventions are necessary. And if they happen, people's lives will change. If they don't happen, a life starts going downhill. And it's extraordinary. The first time a woman goes in for gynecological exam, it, this is going to be tough on any woman. <laughs> Imagine now a doctor who has a difficult time when you're in the stirrups, who realizes that you have some tension in their legs and they feel awkward. So much of what is problematic in life is when we don't know what to do and when we don't know how to react. And when we don't know how to react, that spins into a negative direction. And so you have one critical fact. 80% of doctors graduate medical school without ever having met someone with disabilities. Wow. Exactly. Cerebral palsy and physical disabilities are often low-incidence disabilities. So when someone comes in your office, it might be two years until the next person comes in if you're not a specialist. And so every time someone comes in, you're not quite sure what to do. You don't, you don't have the time to build that knowledge base. And so what we're doing is coming up with language. We're coming up with answers. So my, my friend Jenny Roper also asked, and it just relates closely to this notion one of the things she wondered is if there isn't a way to create uh, an easier way to find a doctor who's been through your program been through your training and understands better how to deal with uh, people who have cp or other uh, disabilities sure you know devin it's an it's a remarkable time for philanthropy we have more opportunity to make change today than we've ever been able to have because technology brings us not only scientific answers, but it also brings us communication opportunities. My background is, in ad, is as an advertising guy. And so this is what I see. I see that the challenge isn't only to create a solution, but to innovatively deliver the solution. And so when you look at how we share our stories, that is part of the answer. Suzanne Braun Levine who was the original editor-in-chief of Ms. Magazine and worked with Gloria Steinem back then, and who is a terrific women's rights writer these days, is actually covering the work that we're doing. And so we're not only coming up with answers in the hospitals, we're not only coming up with answers in the waiting rooms, but the ultimate goal of this program is that we empower women to know what they need when they walk into that, into that first meeting. And because of that, these social stories will change that. When you think of cancer, when someone gets cancer, within one day, they know what stage they're at. They're asking, should I do chemo or should I be doing radiation? They're saying, what are the support services I can get? When someone has cerebral palsy, you don't have these questions. You're in this world of confusion, not only on the patient's part, but if you don't get to the right doctor, you have a doctor who can't answer these questions. So we want to create not only the protocols, not only the procedures, we want to create intake that's different. So when someone shows up at a waiting room, they know if there's going to be a ramp. We want to create, if the person has many women with cerebral palsy have difficulty speaking, they have to speak with a speech device. If someone who's behind the desk doesn't know how to wait or how to ask the right question, the breakdown begins there. So we're going to isolate these key points. We're going to share them with the doctors. We're going to share them with the universities institutions, and we're going to share them with the women so they can be empowered to help bring around their own change too. 
Oh, that's great. It, it's it's a, a rather uh, encompassing solution to a really big problem. It will save lives, won't it? It will absolutely save lives. It will save lives. It will change lives. Women walk into doctors with with uh, with with you know cancers, and the doctor says, "Well, that pain is probably due to your cerebral palsy." And these are good doctors. These are good people. Nobody, but think about it. A doctor is someone who goes into a profession because they want to help and they want to find answers and they love challenges. But when anyone who has that personality finds themselves uncomfortable, that's when issues start happening. And and we have a communication breakdown. So some of it is communication. Some of it is better protocols as well. How does a woman in a wheelchair get a mammogram? Not a simple answer. Yeah. Well, these are great issues to be working on. I'm so glad you're tackling it. I'm, I'm curious at a personal level, if if you could just share why you have ended up here, how, what passion, what interest, what connection to the cause, what brought you to uh, the Cerebral Policy Foundation? And, and when you could be doing so many things, some of which I suspect would make you a lot more money, uh, why this? Um, I was an advertising guy. I was creative and ran my own agency. Uh, 18 years ago, my son Thomas was born with cerebral palsy. And um, when he was about five years old, um, I thought to myself, this world needs to be better understood. My son, as many people with cerebral palsy, are interesting, fascinating. They have spirits that are so, (laughs) so beyond what I have. And not just my son, so many people. And yet, because of the physical challenges, other folks don't see that. We live in a world that is just rat-a-tat. You know, you go into, no one wants to wait for anybody. And yet what we learn is when you wait, you often find texture and insight that you don't find in other places. Um, so that began my, uh, my journey into this world. Um, I'm surrounded by so many people who find these challenges important, who don't have a personal connection, which in many ways is, is even more meaningful. Um, but, but many of the people on our board, have children with cerebral palsy or have cerebral palsy. But uh, again, my son is where this all started. Uh, I have, he's 18 now. My daughter is 13. Watching the communication, the easy relationship that they have together informs me that anybody can have that relationship with someone with disabilities as long as you learn to speak a slightly different language. Yeah, well, it really is inspiring to understand where you're coming from and uh, Really appreciate you sharing those personal insights. As in your current role and your current capacity, you really are becoming, you you are quite frankly, a role model, an inspiration, a a hero to many people. Who do you look up to? Who inspires you? Who's your role model? I could probably answer that by addressing the first point of your question. I'm an advertising person, first and foremost. And I think that the success that I've been able to have is because I've understood the stories that are around me. Advertising people know how to get you to understand something that's a little different. And and my son's story and the story of so many other people with disabilities inspires me. And I love to share that. And I love to share it in a compelling way. Um, Those folks inspire me. Every person who wakes up, with challenges that we can't even begin to understand and says, you know what, I'm going to get through today and I'm going to enjoy today. People with disabilities are appreciative about life. 
the greatest, I'm a Tony Robbins fan, gosh help me, but he says live with an attitude of gratitude. And you know something, people with disabilities are appreciative of the world, they're appreciative of other people's personalities. And you know, when we're sitting watching TV, it's a typical thing. When you see someone in a wheelchair watching TV, you think, oh, that's sad. But they're having the exact same relationship that you are with the TV, the exact same experience. And people who know that other people will never see them that way inspire us. Can I tell one other quick story? Yes. Um, you know, my son Tom has gotten into acting. He loves to, to be an actor. And what he says is it's the only time where people are staring at me for the right reason. Think of that. Every time you walk into a restaurant, and we had this wonderful moment where we got to meet Daniel Radcliffe, who had just been playing in the show, The Cripple of Inishman. And, and Tom asked him, and Tom uses a speech device, and he said, hey, what did you learn from this show? And Daniel said to him, you know, Tom, it's sort of the same for both of us. When either of us go into a room, everybody stops and stares. We can understand people with disabilities no more than we can understand celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great insight. Great insight. Well, I really want to explore one last thing with you. Uh, as I think about it, uh, you, you've been tremendously successful. I mean, you're, you're in such a position of influence. You're doing so much good. Everyone who's watching uh, whether they have cerebral palsy or not, whatever their uh, issues in life, everyone's watching because they want to do more good. I wonder if you can give us one tip from your life experience uh, that would help us do more good. I, I think of this as a, an impact hack. Is there an impact hack you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. Don't reinvent, collaborate. The world needs collaboration. Our foundation we respect there's amazing work going on in the NIH to understand the brain. There's the brain initiative. There's so many hundreds of millions of dollars going toward big research. But while we lift our gaze to the future, we so often forget to look at the stuff that's right there at our feet. We forget that there are so many interventions that could take place today. There's so much technology that can change lives today. If you just go up to somebody and say, hi, you're bringing a conversation that you might not have had before. So what we love to do is rather than create everything ourselves, we reach out to the institutions, we reach out to Columbia, we reach out to, to Harvard, we reach out to this extraordinary cerebral palsy center in UCLA and into Northwestern. There's companies that are making robotics. There are insights. And today, again, who knows better than Yahoo and Google and those guys to get to people, they can help. And when you have disabilities, you can find answers out there. Think of the Google car that's coming out or whatever you want to call it. Imagine someone in a wheelchair who can't speak, who just has a little extra bit of technology built into their, into their, their tablet. You go out in your wheelchair, you hit a button and the car opens up for you. You roll into the back of the car, you hit a button on a speech device. It says, take me to my girlfriend's house. The car takes you on your own. While you're doing that, you go onto your, your thing and you find out where Open Table or one of those guys is going to give you a reservation. You make your reservations. Everything is there. All you have to do is learn how to be charming to make sure that the girlfriend wants to stay with you. 
But again, there's so much out there that if we envision it the correct way, it can happen. So collaborate. And then the other thing is say hello, be engaged. We will wait hours for a celebrity to come out of a show just for a glimpse of them. And yet sometimes you won't wait five minutes for somebody who has so much to say to give you those first words and let you know something that really could create a friendship, could create a relationship, and can create a pathway to success and engagement and inclusion. Now, yeah. oh, that's great, great counsel, Richard. I really appreciate you sharing that. I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Before you go, though, please tell us how people can learn more about uh, your current initiative, learn more about CP, learn more about the foundation. Thanks, Devin. Yeah, again, the, 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 the initiative, again, sponsored by 100 Women in Hedge Funds with some terrific medical institutions, we are going out there. We will be creating best practices. We'll be creating um, new ways of delivering treatment to people. And you'll be reading about this. Um, if you go onto our website, yourcpf.org, again, Y-O-U-R-C-P-F.org, you can read about that initiative, some of our other terrific initiatives. Um, you can help us collaborate. If you have ideas of things that you think your organization can do, there are jobs programs, there's educational programs, there's amazing technology. There are certain shoes that are better for somebody to wear because of the balance that they give you. Share that with our foundation. And of course, contributions are a great way of collaborating. And we would like to welcome uh, large and small. Our Facebook page is at Cerebral Palsy Foundation on Facebook. And again, uh, the foundation has listened to people with cerebral palsy and to other people with disabilities. We will also be launching a really exciting media initiative on October 7th, which is World CP Day. So we hope everybody goes to our website on October 7th because you're going to get to see some pretty amazing people telling you some pretty amazing things and sharing a message, which is just say hi. Start to pull out. Well, thank you very much, Richard. Really appreciate the time you've taken to be with us today, and we wish you every success in the great work that you're doing. Thank you so much, Devin. Thanks to everybody out there, and uh, we'll see you on our website. All righty. Let's thank do some good. Thank you. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact. GGI uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Mike Schweiger promotes authors, nonprofits, and humanitarian organizations. He also writes speeches that inspire, and he helps prepare leaders for appearances on major national TV talk shows. Learn more at MediaMavens.com or TVTraining.tv. Call him at 954-423-4414. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at YouTube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, writing about, 
advocating for and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.